what you never gonna be Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands came from the people who deceived me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep who feed, hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me So he's been looking Ha <laughs> ha, hello everyone, welcome one and all to another edition of the Geek on the Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan. I got a full house with me tonight. Um, Janae is off on assignment. John is healing up. Um, Ambrose, get better soon, my brother. Um, Janae, we'll see you next week when you come back from assignment. Uh, but I do have two of the crew here with me. But first, we will go ahead and get into our special guest of this week. This gentleman I met at AugustaCon a couple weeks ago. Very interesting person. Uh, I want people to get out. I want people to get out there and to get to know him, get to know his work. Bring my man, Mr. Cartwright in. They're in Cartwright. What's up, brother? Hey, how y'all doing? How you doing, yeah. man? How you doing? Good to have you with us. Good to be here. I'm glad you invited me. I'm glad to be here. I'm, I've been excited. Been looking forward to this. Man, glad I'm messed. Like I said, we were talking backstage, and I messed up. This he had a picture of Storm and Black Panther on display, and I didn't pick it up. I mean, that was an oversight. I'm gonna correct that though. I'm, I'm gonna get me one. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I ain't one. ran out yet, so I mean, that cool. is one of the ones that sells pretty well. So cool, cool, awesome. All right, let me go ahead and bring in our next person. Let me bring in this young lady is a writer for GNN. She's the TikTok and cosplay queen. Let me bring my girl Cat in. Cat, what's up? Not much, man. Just living the dream. How's it going? Doing good. Doing good. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. Um, and last but certainly not least, this gentleman's been with me for over three years. Very long time. We're remaining. Shaw. Shaw, what's up? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? All right. All right. <clears throat> all right, Darren. Let's get started with you. Um, I want I want everybody to know how did the art of Darren get started? Well, um, when I was born. <laughs> no. Now, I mean, all my life I have been hard as though, on a serious note, that's something I've always been, um, as long as I can hold a pencil. But, you know, the art of Theron itself as something that became more formal, it started with, it started with, um, really a few years ago, um, at the, at the most, about a few years ago, um, I, I started trying to be more serious about um, being more organized about my art and what I created and putting my ideas out there. You know, I've, I've done a lot of freelance art over the years. Um, after graduating from college, you know, I had a, a little stretch there where it was really um, hard. You know, as an artist coming out of art school, you know, I had an animation degree, have an animation degree, but um, I, I really didn't have my direction yet. So I decided, you know, after a while, some years went by, working, doing freelance art for people. I did everything from tattoo designs to logos to everything, all kinds of things, man. Portraits, whatever people needed, I could draw it, so I would do it. And then um, I moved to Augusta eventually, um, and I went to one of the first Comic-Cons I went to was Joe Fest. I, it wasn't the first Comic-Con ever, but it was the first one I went to down here. And uh, my wife was like, you know, it was around my birthday, and my wife was like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy you a table. I want you to do this." <laughs> she just gave me a little push. Cool. So yeah, she was like, uh, "We were, we were about to leave," and she was like, 
she asked him, how much does the table cost? And I didn't know she was going to buy it at that time when she asked. So, okay, I'll do that. And she was like, I want to buy this. It's time for you to just go ahead and do it. You've been talking about it. And I didn't expect to do it this that soon, but I'm glad she did because, you know, I've done Joe Fest, Joe Fest, and that's when Art of Theron started. You know, I've had a lot of support. It's been growing. It's been exciting. I put out my web comic on Webtoon um, the beginning of this year. I think January 1st I put it out. I took a, a little short hiatus because um, I wanted to get ready for these cons. I'm doing like a Desticon where you saw me at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm trying to create more art for my cons so people that come see me see something exclusive. So, but I'm going to continue working on my webtoon and putting where I'll uh, start next month. But that's where I'm at. You know, I'm doing cons. Um, you'll see me at Augusta Con again this year. I'll be at Savannah Comic Con. Um, I have a few events, uh, Augusta Anime Fest next year. I'll be... Uh, I'm waiting. I can't wait to go to that. Yeah, Columbia Con. I'll be at that one. And also, you can also check out my webtoon. It's called Them Band Two Boys. It's on webtoon. It's free to read. Um, let me know what you think in the comments about it. Um, feel free to subscribe. I appreciate any input as long as it's uh, constructive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I like criticism. I like constructive criticism. It helps me a lot. Um, I like the feedback. I like to hear what people like and dislike. So, you know, that's what's going on with me right now. I think anything else I'll tell you. Awesome. Awesome. Real quick, let me respond. We have someone in the, We have someone in our chat. How you doing, Gene? Good to have you with us. Appreciate you being here. Um, now, we had a nice little conversation. Um, and I, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, um, Black Heroes, do you think we're still being, I'm not going to say underused or underutilized, but do you think we're still being disrespected in a regard? Um, I think all three. Um, I think it's it's kind of like underused, underutilized. Um, disrespect is, is can be misinterpreted a lot of ways, but that's in some ways I, I interpret it that way. Um, I know this is a, something that <laughs> some people might not agree with, but like for example, like I really liked Killmonger. Um, that was one of my favorite that. MCU characters. He was a character with death. He had history. You understood his motivations. You understood why he did. He was evil. You know, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, you know, when they made sure you knew that when he shot his, you know, his girlfriend <laughs> to kill the guy he wanted to kill. Yep. But, um, you know, there's no question about him being a villain, but I, I, I felt like his story with all the death that it had and all of the truth it had in his story, that he doesn't get the same level of, um, they don't dig into his character as much as they do. For example, like Loki. Loki is another character who has a lot of depth and a lot of history, mm-hmm. but they really, you know, they really like dig into his character. They really excavate all of the things that make him work, why he is exactly who he is. Because you know, Killmonger could have chosen a, a several other paths. You know, he could have just went back to Wakanda when he became an adult and been like, "Hey, I want to take him back," but he didn't right. do that. So, you know, there are other paths we could have taken that he didn't think, and they don't explain why. We just know he took this one path. So, yes, I feel that's just one example. Um, I feel like, yes, there are, there's a lot more that needs to be done. Um, of course, a lot more that needs to be shown. Um, we need to be treated more like characters that have a lot of death, right. death and not like characters that can be there. Sometimes they feel like they're filler, you know, and sometimes it feels like the powers are dampened you know, to make somebody else look stronger mm-hmm. or more, more important or special. 
you know, I have an issue with that. My biggest, um, my biggest concern has always been characters like Icon, um, characters yeah. like characters like yeah. Marvel. They're strong yeah. as I don't know what. Uh, we've seen Icon, Icon go toe to toe with Superman in the comics. We've seen Blue Marvel go toe to toe with Sentry and knock yeah. out. So I don't understand why we hadn't had those guys. I mean, the, the best we got from Icon was a little run in Young Justice, and he hardly spoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was excited when I saw him on screen, and then it's like you see him, but he's there, but he he's not really involved. You know, he's, right? He's not part of. And I understand that they're they gotta you know compress Superman, Batman, and the whole Young Justice squad and the Young Justice story arc. With in my opinion, so far it's been a great story arc. Yeah, but they they but at the same time you know you can throw him you can throw in something in there, throw him throw him a bone. Let my man have some lines. Let him have some plot lines that follow his story a little bit. Anything. But hopefully we get what we what we want to see because Black Lightning is supposed to be the new leader in the next season. So hopefully, cool. you know, they'll make him them they'll shine some light on him and what he can do. Let me say real yeah, quick cool. to Diamond. Diamond, what's up? Good to have you here. What's up, everyone? How you doing? How you doing? Our resident, hey. our up? resident, our resident video game streamer has it's finally made it to the building. Um, and congrats again on, gradu- on graduation, Diamond. Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, for real. Um, now, now, I think you got. I want you to be honest on this question. I want you to be honest because you seem to oh, have yeah. because you seem you you have comic book knowledge. Um, do you do you watch a lot of anime? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what That's most of what I watch like lately because I've been trying over the last year or two i've been maybe two years three i've been trying to catch up on a lot of anime i've missed a lot of anime over the years for various reasons work mostly work <laughs> mostly work jobs you know you know and so i I try to catch up and i try to keep up um it's something that is really interesting to me because i don't only you know the storylines on a lot of them are great the plot the characters but i also like it's for me as a person as an animator who's I went to school for that. I see a lot of other things about shows. Some shows I can tolerate just for the animation because they're so good. You realize the amount of work they put in, but yes, that was a long answer. But yeah. What now? Uh, the one of the things that me and Janae um, always kind of get into it. She doesn't like to watch Ruby because of the 3D art style. Do you like that that type of 3D art style in Ruby? Uh, that that is. I feel like that's one of those things that you have to do it well. Like, and you have to do it, not saying they, just, they don't do it well, but you have to do it in a way that's a little more devil. engaging. Hey, Janae. <laughs> it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, um, for example, what they, like, they take this 3D art style and they're really kind of, in a way, replicating uh, 2D animation. Right. They're making it more 3D. But the problem is when you do that, you are, you have to show me why that style can work for me mm. over just going and watching a 2D version of it. Because 2D has a lot of life in it because somebody hands through these things and their personality comes through their art. And you can see it in the art style. But with the 3D, you know, 3D naturally is a little a little cleaner and crisper. So it takes away some of that edge. Right. So, yes, Ruby, I, I try watching it and I struggle. I'm not, well, I think, I'm too, really it also try. depends on, like, your your anime style. Like, what is your preference? Right. You that's know, true. That's true. 
like for me, I even I struggle with some of those like the more chibi 3D style animations because yeah, I grew up with anime in the, in the 80s. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. You know, completely you know, different. That anime that shouldn't be for kids, but lots of people were like, "It's animated. It's for kids." It's like, oh, yeah. oh, you didn't oh, watch that, did oh. you, Katie? <laughs> Um, I gotta get caught up on Ruby season nine. I'm like three, four episodes in, so I gotta get caught up on season nine. Um, what anime are you watching right now? Man, uh, because like I said, I'm trying to catch up. I'm watching old stuff that I never got to watch or I missed and new stuff. Like some of the new stuff I'm watching is like um summertime rendering. Um watching uh Heavenly Delusion just started. Okay. Um, that's like of course they attack on Titan. Of course, that's yes. like one of my top top favorites. Yes. Um, that one, you know, watching it from the beginning when it first came out to now was like a journey for me. <laughs> I really love it. Um Mob Psycho is one of the ones I really like. Um uh what else? Hmm. Inland Saga. Inland Saga, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm still I'm I'm not on season two yet though. I was watching it consistently. Then I, I broke off. I had to stop for a while. But yeah, Vinland Saga is Vinland Saga is definitely one I really like. Um, shoot, what else? Another old one I'm watching is Psychopath. I'm really liking that. Yeah, that was good too. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, not necessarily anime, but um, technically not, I guess. But I really like Castlevania. That's the one that I really, that really like. Um, that was good. That was really good. They, they, really good job on that like i didn't know the story was gonna at first i didn't think the story was gonna do what it did i didn't think it was gonna do it like that <laughs> i thought it was gonna be you know yep. just here's another act we're gonna do some action at you and then it's gonna be over but no they took it to the next level and i i, I appreciate it but let yeah me, i mean yeah. let me let me ask you this um and this is another question that a lot of anime fans kind of avoid when i ask it um do we need fan service in anime me personally, I don't need it, but I tolerate it a lot. <laughs> right, right, um, right. I know that I'm not the only person in the audience, so sometimes I'm like, okay, I can't expect somebody to make something that's for me. I'm not the only guy here. Okay, they somebody likes it somewhere. So, like, you know, I don't need the women to be dressed the way they dress. Um, I don't need it. If their character is a good character, I don't really care. Right. <laughs> I don't need... Uh, I don't need that. I don't need somebody in high heels doing karate kicks, but I don't see the, to me, it's not practical, but I mean, that's just everywhere they do that. I don't, I still, it's one of my pet peeves. Um, I don't see somebody fighting crime in high heels. It works for the character design, like King in One Piece. Like, I really like his character design. Like, to me, he's like a cross between like, you know, Michael Jackson, Prince, and a Targaryen. So, um, or Valerian, but no, I, I don't need this answer. I don't need it, but I tolerate it. Because I think there's some stories out there, kind of like high school DxD, that really don't need it. Um, I think the storyline in that uh, anime yeah. is, is just fine. I think it can do just yeah. fine without fan service. Um, yeah. So, you know, it can be done, um, but it, anime back then was, was kind of gruesome, kind of gory back in the day. And now yeah. it's more harem bait, like Shield Hero. <laughs> the first, the first season of Shield Hero was fantastic to me. 
And two, that no, that that that's the squirrel girl just started maturing really quick, and then all the yeah. the, the whole thing just went left. The whole yeah. thing left. Yeah, I look at it like y'all making me uncomfortable. Like this thing, right? Like this is a child. What are you talking? Exactly. The whole thing just went left, and it's like from then season two started with her, and I just couldn't do it. Um, Another another anime um, that everybody here knows that I make fun of constantly, Sao. I call it sexual assault online. And oh, it's sex sort out of line. I call it sexual assault. Yeah. And I get it because you we're looking at a Japanese anime in a in American lenses. I get it and I understand yeah. that, but at the same point in time, you got I mean, this being in love with the brother. I love you. What <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't get the logic of it. I mean, I guess like I said, the audience is somewhere, somebody like it. Um the show like iris and barry were raised as brother and sister and now they're married having children like hold up we like we forgot about that over the course of like four seasons that's true that's you know, true that's true you know i forgot about that i stopped watching the flash but i was watching it when that happened and i forgot and now they got a baby mm-hmm Bruh. And then and, and then it's like we were just talking about it. Is it break? It's got to be breaking some type of time travel rule at some point because you got <clears throat> you got a kid holding the same person in her hand. Yeah, the, the adult holding the kid. They're the same person. That's got to break some type of time travel law or something. Uh-huh. Time travel, the right good time travel. You got to be, I don't know, road scholar or something because you're going to get messed up after a while. Quantum physics always how to pick up a dragon and a how to pick up girls in a dungeon. <laughs> it's another one. <laughs> it's a hilarious anime. Like it's it's got a really good story. It's really hilarious. <laughs> but I mean it's definitely a harem anime, which is yeah. part of what makes it kind of funny. But you know <laughs> But that's how it was on like I I I I really like watching some of the uh, romance animes sometimes because the storylines are really good. I'm like, I, I started watching, uh, what was it, Todoroki? Todoroki? I don't know. But I, started, <laughs> I never get the name right. But I started watching that with, um, and I really got into it. I was like, this, this storyline is really working for me. And then I started watching um, Love is War the other day for the first time. I got tired of seeing it everywhere. And I was like, this is actually hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm going to watch more of these, but... Yeah, the fan service and something. Like I haven't seen anything like that yet. But. I wish Janae was there because she likes some of those romance animes. I can't stand them personally because I'm a I'm I'm the pew pew guy, and <laughs> it's like I can't stand romance. No, I can't do it. Nope. nope. And if it's a good story, I will I will watch it. No, nope. <laughs> I can't. Now, if, now if it's some 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 guns some some fighting going yeah. on and everything was cool hey i'm down with it um but man please <laughs> now you do a lot of gaming a little bit i do a little bit i'm not on a, the level some of y'all might be on like for example um i i played lately i started playing final fantasy 7 the remake um i started playing that because that's i've always wanted to play that game because back when um oh yeah i see that comment food wars food yep. wars 
is next level. <laughs> but um, I uh, yeah, I started playing that. Um, but I really am looking forward. One game I'm looking forward to playing um is, is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm really trying to play that. I really want to see what that's like. I'm looking forward to that one. I play a lot of Spider-Man Miles Morales too. Actually, there you go. There you go. Did you see the clip for the new one? No, I haven't. Wait, I did. <laughs> the only clip I've seen is the one on Twitter. I think yeah. that's on. I think that's in the new game. Is that the one where Peter's like throwing somebody to the ground? In and the Miles is looking at. He's that's in the, the one. Suit. Yep, he's in the video. Yeah, that's the I was like, "Yo, what you doing, man? What you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play yeah. that game myself. It was a ten-minute trailer. I was like the best ten minutes of my life right there watching that. That thing was awesome. Yeah. And you saw the um, and you saw the upgrades because you because when you were swinging in previous games, you really couldn't move around or make decisions like that while you were in the air. But in this one, you can right. do that. So right. you know, that's kind of that 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 was just amazing to me. Just amazing. Um, you said you stopped watching the Flash. Did you really get into the Arrowverse at any point? Listen, I watched Arrow for several seasons, and then um. I felt like his change was too drastic. I think I think something about it, it just kind of dropped me off. I struggle with CW um, a lot because <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with CW. I know somebody on your show, I watched one of your episodes of this podcast. Somebody else said the same thing, and I was like, oh, there's another me out there. Somebody else feels me like I struggle with CW. Like, um, I watch their shows, and they'll be sometimes they'll be great like the first three episodes. They'll really pull, they'll use that three episode rule to try to pull you in. And like Green Arrow was like that for me. Like when he first started out, to me it was like it was almost it was to me it was very different. I'll just say that. It was new. I don't want to say groundbreaking because there's always somebody that did it before. But was, like when he came in and his first thing to do was like to go after what a lot of people like myself would say in the real world, they're the real villains. You know, the people he was going after, he wasn't going after the guy who's making, you know, $9 an hour, so he decided to go rob a bank because, you know, he's about to be worthless on his house. He went after the guy who caused all that to happen. He was going after the crooked, you know, the crooked CEOs, the billionaires that were literally destroying the town and destroying the place he cared about. And, but it seemed like he started, like, pivoting more to other things, and I was like, y'all didn't really stay on that long enough. Like, you really need to stay on that way. You know, then it kind of softened it up, and storyline started getting a little wild. But now, in, now in terms of the Arrowverse, the character I can't stand. The character I hate the most is Iris. Are you there with me on hating Iris? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think the characters I disliked the for a while was his little sister. She was getting <laughs> on my nerves a little bit. I, I can't say much about Iris, but I just couldn't get with the little sister. Like I understood. Um, like, I understand that thing of, like, you know, you didn't tell me this, you kept secrets from me, but, you know, after a while, it's kind of like, you know, you, you kind of got it good, and it's not like it changed your life too drastically in some cases. Some of her, some of her anger was well-placed, but that was that was the one that really got on my nerves. So you, so you like Supergirl? Ah, I tried it. Tell me, man, I'm struggling with CW. I tried it. And, and trust and believe, I, I I love a good story. Like I said, I don't care who's in it. If the story doesn't work for me, it's hard. And with Supergirl, it didn't grab me fast enough. I am looking forward to, like, the Supergirl from the Flash movie. I like that casting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they look like if they executed it like they executed the trailer. Like mm -hmm. I really look forward to seeing what they do with that Supergirl. You know, it's different. Um, <clears throat> seems a little heavier. Um, <laughs> like a little bit of edge, just a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. but Supergirl was already the first. That was a struggle for me too. What um? What's your opinion on Ezra Miller? Uh, who? On Ezra Miller. What's your opinion on Ezra Miller? Uh, I don't know that man, but I'll just say <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good. You know, um, I, I, I don't know what's going on with that situation. Every time I was on Twitter, it was something new, it was something different, to the point where I'm like. I don't even know how to keep a thread on what that, what that issue actually is. Do you know? Because I have no idea, like, what's going on with that dude. Like, it was, first he was getting looked over by the cops, and then, like, they were trying to find him. Then he was, like, all over the country. Then he was one on the East Coast and the West Coast. So, I don't know. Hopefully, he ain't out there harming nobody like they claim he is. Oh, but, Cat, I'm muted. What's up, Cat? Cat, no, I'm I mean, I'm just saying, like, he was running around like Riley from Boondocks. Like, just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He was just doing whatever, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Somebody agrees with me. Iris can't be, you doggone right. She could be irritating. Barry, we are the Flash. Nah, girl. Look here. I'm the one I had throwing these punches, avoiding all these ray guns. Wait, no, she said that? We are she the said Flash. That? Yeah, yeah, Iris said that to Barry. Thing. Yeah. We are the Flash. No, we ain't. It was like the catchphrase. Yeah, it was like catchphrase for a long time. The longest we are time. the Flash. We are the Flash. No, we ain't. I'll be the most hated person on the CW. I'll be gladly, I'll gladly tell her, no, we ain't. I don't know what I have with all these punches, all these ray guns, all these freeze beams, and everything like that. While you while you were here at the crib, just writing the writing the paper. Come on now. Yeah, I don't think that works for most heroes. We are. I mean, it works for Superman. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay with that. He's see. like, he's like, right. oh, hold on, Lois, you're like a bullet magnet, but you know, you just, you know, <laughs> you do you, girl. <laughs> we are Superman. Oh man. Um, like I say, it's a whole lot going down. Um, we got Spider-Man game coming out. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you want to play that Zelda game? I'm hearing from everybody on YouTube. It's a good game. Uh Diamond, what have you heard about the new Zelda game that came out? Diamond, you there? Yeah, sorry. Um I heard it was pretty good. I want to play it though, but I haven't played like Breath of the Wild yet. So, yeah, I want to play it. I want to get that Zelda game. I try to. I really do. Um, I got to finish Pokemon Scarlet first. I already finished Violet. I got to beat Scarlet now. I'm about a third of the way. I'm about a third of the way through. Um, last but not least, my friend, any thoughts on the passing of Tina Turner? I don't know. I don't know if I can say anything that really matches or even like equates to like how important she was for culture, period, just world culture, not just American, not just black culture, just in general. You know, that was like, um, <clears throat> it was a big deal. I don't think it was made as big of a deal as it should have been. Um, but like, it is a really big deal. You know, I mean, we were kind of suspecting, you know, I, I guess if you've been paying attention to like, the choices she's been making the last few years, like she stopped her tour kind of abruptly, um, kind of not heard from her. You know, she didn't do a whole lot of um, documentaries or anything, but she did that documentary near the end. Um, mm -hmm. I watched that. That was actually pretty decent. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was a big deal because, you know, we grew up on that. <laughs> Watching what the love got to do with it was the beginning, yep. and then from there, it went to, like, 
everything else, you know, all of the jokes, all of this, you know, all of this, it, it, was, such, it was such a cultural impact that like you can't, you can't even put words to say like how important it was that, you know, who she was and how she touched different people in different ways. Um, and it's amazing you can do that with music and just being who you are, being the person you are, like having a million stories about you, your oh, yeah. professional life, your personal life that really inspired people and entertain people. She was a superstar. That's what she was. Oh, yes, she was. Tell everybody about your website. My website, BaronCartwright.com. Um, it's, it's still in the construction stages, meaning that it's up, but I'm also constantly trying to find new ways to add things to it. Um, I'm thinking about taking my webtoon comic, my webcomic, and I'm trying to figure out if I want to integrate that into my website um, so that people don't have one place that they have to go to read my webcomic. Um, it's not necessarily a thing at this point where I'm trying it only for profit or only for, you know, just people to see at one place. Um, so I, I have my art there. I'm constantly trying to add new art. Um, I'm definitely going to be adding new art later on, especially with Joe Fest coming up and me making new art after Joe Fest. I'm sure to add some of my um, exclusive art from Joe Fest that I sold there that I don't have on my website yet and some other art I've made before. I'm going to talk about my process a lot more. I'm going to talk about um, <clears throat> my history a little bit, but definitely talk about, like, let people see me go through these stages with me because it's kind of therapeutic to talk about it and um, and show it <laughs> rather than just, you know, bring out just the art. Hey, look at my art. This oh, is cool, yeah. right? Don't you want to buy it? <laughs> you know, exactly. like, I think it should be like, you know, it's fun to show the process. And that's the part you don't get to talk about as artists. And a lot of people don't understand how much work it takes. You know, it's a lot of work. It's constant work. It's like, um, I was telling my dad the other day, I was like, being an artist is, is like a, a, having two jobs. So like trying to hey. get a full-time job and like be an artist at the same time is like having three jobs for me. So I was like, if I'd be a full-time artist, to me, it's like I have at least two jobs already. It's so much work. So I like to share it. My website is going to be a lot about that. It's going to be a lot about sharing and allowing people to be part of the, or at least experience the process, be a part of the process and see my art and have access to my art without having to come to cons to see me. Because there know, you go. Cons there are all over the world, but like not I'm not. So I'm not right. I could, go to, I could go to a con every weekend and I still won't be somewhere that somebody is that wants to see my art and have access to it. So right. I'm all about giving people access to it to experience it so I can share. Because honestly that's a big part of me as an artist is sharing my art. Nobody gets to see it. It's kind of not as fun. It's not, you know, I'm, I'm happy when I look at it when it's done. And, you know, it's like Prince said, every artist, when when they're finished, they've already succeeded. You know, it's until other people look at it, it's not a success. But for me, I, I agree with that, but I still want other people to look at it because, there you, go. you know, I don't mind the opinions. I don't mind the critiques. That can come. That's going to come. But that just shows me that you're, you're looking and you're experiencing it. And I'm having an effect, and I get to see what it does for people, and I can improve through all of that. So yeah, that's what my website is all about. It's all about sharing, it's all about my process. I'm gonna have my comics on there, my art. I'm gonna buy it. You wanna look at it? I'm gonna be there. Real quick, Facebook user, I need you to register up top so I know who you are. I got an idea, but please register at the top. It's absolutely free. We can see who you who you are, um, and get you and get your name out here. On the show tonight. Um, where can people find your webtoons? 
Webtoon.com for now or the Webtoon app. Um, uh, so far, uh, I think there are four or five I've put out so far. Um, it's been a blur. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Webtoons is, is a lot of work. Um, I was warned. I read reviews. I read artists talk, talking about it, and I still wasn't prepared. Go to Webtoon.com, or you just download the Webtoon app, and you will get them there. Um, I'm going to, like I said, trying to integrate them into my website. Maybe put them on tablets. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it's gonna. It's, it's, that's the best way to find it right now. That's the only way to find it, actually. But Janae says so. It's not gonna cost you a penny. And as far as I know, they're not charging people to read mine. I'm still on Canvas. <laughs> so Janae says she loves webtoons. Well, there you go. You can see all of his webtoons for free. He's not charging. Yeah, I like webtoons also. There you go. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Art of Fairn. If I'm on any social media site, look up Art of Fairn. Look up uh, Instagram, Art of Fairn. Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Art of Fairn. Uh, YouTube, I'm going to be putting out, start putting on YouTube videos soon. Send me a channel also. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to start doing that also. Because um, you know, I haven't really been um, animating like I like to. Um, it's, it's, I really love it, but it's, it's a time consuming thing. And while I'm trying to you know, write these comics and trying to make art and trying to do cons, that really cuts into my time. So I'm like, YouTube is, a, is an opportunity to not only showcase my process, but also um, you know, put some of my animations on there. Some of the long, oh, yeah. longer parts of the process, longer animations. So, you know, Instagram and stuff, they kind of focus on like shorter videos. Oh, yeah. If I want to make something longer than 15 seconds, you know, I want to have somewhere where people are willing to watch something that long. Gotcha, man. Gotcha, man. <clears throat> Here's Theron Cartwright. You can catch him art of Theron on Instagram, art of Theron.com on the internet. I think if being here tonight with this man, Theron Rick, Cartwright. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, you good? Okay, Darren okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Make sure we get that out there for sure. We appreciate you coming through tonight, my friend. Problem, man. No problem. Glad to be here. Uh, man, you want? We about to get into um the the weekend geek. You want to hang out or you got to roll out? For sure, man. I can hang out a little while. I want to hear what y'all talking about. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get started with all the news and reviews. Give me one second, and we'll get this thing started. I need you, Shaw. All right, I'm here. Okay. Okay, just making sure I'm not on mute. All right, okay, cool. So, first up, we got two um two people who have passed away, Tina Turner and Ray Stevenson. Um, What are y'all thoughts on both of those losses? Tina hurt me hard. Ray did, too, but not as much as Tina, because Tina made it for the culture, man. Yeah, an icon. I mean, you know, you know, icon. movie, music, you know, she kind of spread the whole gambit of entertainment. And, you know, she was just a part of, a, at least, you know, a lot of my upbringing, you know, everyone, I, I don't know a single woman that doesn't idolize her in Mad Max. Yep, yep, yep. Like, yep, yep. that is our apocalypse goals. Like, we're going to run a band of crazy cannibals. It's fine. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ray Stevens, that kind of hit me too, but not as much as Tina, man. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He's always a solid villain, though. Always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. In writer news, um, 
um, May Not Win is going to be getting a um, star on the Walk of Fame on May 30th. Really? Our thoughts? Yeah. Ooh, cool. Okay. About damn time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, she's been doing movies for what, 25, 35 years? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, at least probably more. Yeah, probably. I mean, you up. know, she's t- she's ageless. Like, I think she's a vampire. Because <laughs> she doesn't ever age. Yeah, she's like, oh, right now. Always look you know. young. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, the, the new season of Loki will be starting on October 6th. And the new season of Echo, well, the series of Echo will be starting on the 29th with all episodes dropping. What are y'all thoughts on that? I'm excited for Loki season two. Me I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of happy that this got done all before the writer's strike really hit hit us hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know if like Kane the Conqueror, if they're still going to keep the same actor. Is he still going to be in the Loki season two? Marvel yeah, they, they wait until the um until the trial hits. Yeah, Marvel's yeah. standing by for now, so we'll so see. Time next, time next yeah. month, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, um, originally Kang wasn't going to be the main villain for Phase Six and, and um Five and whatever, but after his performance in um Loki, they decided to change that and make him that. So maybe that there's was, stuff in reverse or something. Maybe that was an amazing performance by him in that in that series too. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I like how he did an Ant Man also. He did a good job in Ant Man also. I really like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, apparently, um, Echo Star um has basically surprised fans with apparently she's pregnant. Apparently, so. Wow. I yeah. hope they paid you well for season one because well, there's a writer strike. You may not get a season two. I get a season two. <laughs> we'll see. And as a rumor, going, and did you guys hear that rumor that um, SAG might be striking soon too? Really? Nice. Yeah. So if that happens, uh oh, no actors, no writers. Well, so it's my understanding. So unlike the screenwriters guild, where if you're going to be a screenwriter, unless you are basically producing all on your own, like um, Trey Parker and Matt Smith, mm-hmm. you have to be part of the guild if you're a writer. A, mm-hmm. a screenwriter of any kind. I don't think the same requirement is there for the actors. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So, I mean, on the bright side, though, this might be that moment if the Screen Actors Guild does decide to strike where you start to see new, fresh talent. Right. Because let's face it, there are a lot of really talented actors out there, whether you're talking Broadway, whether you're talking just folks that are undiscovered that get passed over because no one knows them yet. True well, that. the Screen Actors Guild has to rely on them because that's who they got. Who knows what we might find? True, okay. true, very true. Alright, we got some um, Captain America New World Order news. Picture number two and then three, please. I got you. Yeah. Cool. And shout out to Seth for winning the world title tonight. So shout out to Seth Rollins. Yeah. What did he yeah. He 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 was more deserving. <laughs> I thought he was more deserving. No, I love AJ Styles. I do. Uh, yeah. how he, how he, how he, how he, that neck just doesn't ever stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was more worthy than AJ at this point. So congrats to Seth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh Lord. Yeah, that's the new suit, which I, I think they should have should have stuck with the one from um the end of Falcon Winter Soldier. Like I, right. I, I I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it till I'm blue in the face. When it comes to a regular street thug, he alright. But when it comes to somebody on a higher level, Sam can't fight. He looks like an action figure standing or something. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Sam can't fight. When he looking, like I say, when you're looking at a strong, a weaker street level dude, he cool. But when he start going up, going up against those those heavyweights, he struggles. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm sorry, he wasn't injected with super serum. No, no, and that's why I think that was so. That's why I think he's gonna fail because he doesn't have the same treatment that Cap has. And he ain't got the well, same arm that Bucky has. So here's the thing, though. I mean, if he decided he was going to try and compete on that level, he could have gotten to within reason to that level. Mm. You know, it is fantasy. It's fiction. We can all suspend some disbelief. They could have just mm. written him to be True. a badass. True. True. But Marvel's going to let him fail. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. They messed him all up. They messed him all up. They didn't get no no enhanced suit. He only had the wings. He didn't get no super soldier serum. Nothing like that. So we'll see. Yeah, they could we'll have wrote him like Bruce Wayne or something. Just give him the willpower at least, but like it's showing in that way either. Yep. But he doesn't have dead parents. <laughs> That's why he can't be a DC hero. He had, he had his parents still alive. <laughs> Martha, 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 and my uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, all right. Next up, we got some high evolutionary news. Picture number four. Yeah, so apparently there's somewhere, um, some deleted scene or something where Drax actually carries high evolutionary out, so he's actually alive. I didn't have a problem with Guardians of the Galaxy three. I thought it was decent. I thought it was pretty good. Well, I thought it was decent. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, I haven't seen it. I'll be honest. haven't seen it. But just hear me out on this. Like, why is James Gunn talking about this if this was the last Guardians movie? That's a good point. It might not be because there was some talk. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, Marvel was saying, like, hey, we're not going to do any more, more Guardians films because, you know, we don't have a budget. So we're just going to start cutting all of our films out that we've told you about for the last 10 years. But... Like, unless they're rewriting a comic arc, why would you even bring it up if you're not getting into the film? There might be a um, Guardians 4 coming out at some point, maybe. I mean, they set some stuff up by the end of the movie. Yeah, they did. It was like the very end credit. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> that up, so. And there are, and they have said that there are, have, they do have plans for certain characters, like, um, like Adam Warlock and stuff like that, so. We might be seeing some sun, uh, Guardians Four at some point. Mm. It's not directed by James Gunn because you know he's going to be busy. Yeah, he's going to be busy, really busy. <laughs> yep. Now, what else we got, buddy? Uh, next up, also the actor that plays High Evolutionary. Apparently, he's been he's close to a deal to play a character in Venom Three. Not know what role, but apparently. I need Venom 3 to be rated R. It needs to happen. A lot of these movies need to be rated R. Forget, drop the kitty. Drop the kitty <laughs> stuff. All right. Deadpool needs to be rated R. Yeah, when they changed that for what, PG to, for the second one, they said that was going to be mm-hmm. PG 13. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. 
Why? It was rated R. It was good. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what happens with that moving forward. I don't have enough time for me to go to my soapbox about that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, next up, um, picture number one. We have some comic book announcements. The death of Miss Marvel. What are y'all thoughts? I hate um, it. Man, the hell is, is this in Spider-Man and not in her solo? It's the wrong Miss Marvel. How long has she been around, Miss Marvel? Hasn't even been 10 years? It's been a while, yeah. It's been around well, time. Yeah, it's been for Kara Danvers. It's been a minute. No, I mean, like the young Miss Marvel, right? Oh, the young Oh, Kamala Khan. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. Yeah, it's been. She's been. She's been here for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Seems kind of early to be killing her, but I guess in comic book time is early enough. I don't. Now nah, I need to get rid of Riri. That's you need to get rid of. <laughs> you don't like Riri? I hate Riri. I hate <laughs> But 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 it's not so much as Riri herself. It's just the situation they surrounded Riri in. You know what I'm saying? Because you got her in a situation, and then not only is she a situation to be the second Tony Stark, but she also has that attitude of being a second Tony Stark. Um, and that's why I don't like about Riri. Yeah. You know, I get it. Be smart, be intelligent. I understand, but you ain't got to broadcast it to everybody named Mama. I mean, in Wakanda forever, they could have had her if it was me. You wanna? There you go. Oh, you know, I thought she did all right in that. I didn't think she came across that way to me in that. I mean, I appreciate. I don't. I don't have an issue with the person you know saying I'm smart, but you know if it's you know, if it, if it's a, the Tony, they wrote it in a way where he did it and it was kind of funny and engaging, you know, he enjoyed it. So, as long as, you know, you got, it's about how you, how you let it come across, I guess, really. Yeah. No matter who it is. Just never care for Riri. My, I love Miles Morales, though, but I never care for Riri. All right. <clears throat> All right, Sean, go ahead. All right, next up, we got the return of Death Battle, Ant-Man versus the Atom. What are y'all thoughts on that fight? If you saw it, what are your thoughts? Ant Man ended up winning, and I sort of, I sort of kind of get it. Um, but I just thought that Adam should have. I just thought Adam should the, the way I just thought Adam should have took it. I mean, the way he, the way he lost with those ants. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I mean, I just thought that Adam should have won, but you know, I get it. I get it. I no. still want to know why Ant-Man has not gone with the obvious kill. Huh. You yeah. go in their mouth, you go in their nose, and then you get big again. Yep. If I'm Ant-Man, and mind you, if you watch our show, you know, like I'm like, no, no, we gotta do this to win. I don't <laughs> care if they die. It's fine. But, you know, if I'm Ant-Man and I want to win... The obvious solution, unless I'm fighting someone who's a giant, is get into an orifice and get big. G wants to know, do you have a website for your art? <laughs> yes, you can go to baroncartwright.com. Um, mouthful is T-H-E-R-O-N-C-A-R-T-W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Or you can go to my Instagram and Artist Baron. Those are the two quickest ways 
see a lot of my art or if you want to see my webtoon. Um, so that's them Bantu boys on webtoon. Webtoon Canvas. There you go. Yeah. All right, Sean. Go ahead, my friend. All right. So um, and next time on Death Battle is going to be um, Dark Souls versus Skyrim. I do want to um, Chosen Undead versus Dragonborn. I, I have no idea about any of those. So what are your thoughts about that? I do I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Death Battle get a lot of stuff wrong, but... I mean, Dark Souls yeah. should win it, but... I mean, I'm still, I mean, Dark Souls shit, but I'm still, I'm still pissed off by a lot of the stuff that they got wrong over the years. I mean, my goodness. Um, I mean, Iron Man versus Batman got that wrong. Um, Captain Marvel versus Android, I think it was 18, got that wrong. Um, just so many they get wrong. They do get a few, a few right, like Yang versus um, Tifa from um, Final Fantasy. Um, Goku versus Superman. They got that right. Superman won, but you know, they get a lot of them wrong. A lot of them wrong. And don't nobody call them out on it. Huh? Superman won? Yeah, Superman won twice. Mm -hmm. Is Goku? Yep, twice. Twice? Yep. I need a rematch on that. He's like, here, I need you at full strength because I'm an idiot. <laughs> he did that in the first one. He did that in the first one. Here, take a sissy bean. I'm gonna beat you at full strength. You idiot. But here's um, my question though. If they get it wrong so much, like why do you just keep hate watching it to feed your nerd rage? Nobody calls him out on it though. Mm-hmm. No one calls him out on it. Like Ben 10 versus Green Lantern and Green Lantern One, nobody called him out on that. I mean, don't be wrong, we've called them out, but I mean views are views. Hated hate hate That's watching true. or not. That's <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. I just thought Ben 10 should have won. That's my only thing. Ben 10 should have won. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, they get they get they get some right, but they get a lot wrong too. So <clears throat> all right. Next up, it's time to talk about that Sony's um showcase and all of the video games. Diamond, this is yours. What's up? Uh, the Spider-Man was awesome. Awesome. But I'm still thinking about like Bully McGuire and that perfect scene of when like uh, him decides to like at that very end where he's like talking to Miles and he's like, No, he has bigger teeth and so do I. I'm like, oh. he's yeah. under, like Bully McGuire. He started like swinging. Hold and, no punches. And for those if, for those of you who have not seen it, you can go over to the Geek Gauntlet uh, Facebook page. I did put it up over there. That's like the 10 best minutes of your life right there. That thing was just awesome. The game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they announced that Alan Wake 2 will be coming. I'm like, yes. Finally. I get to play it. That thing's been on the... And I think been in development for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been in development since the first one was announced. And like right after the first one had like success. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to make a second one. Mm. It's been like, uh, I think like what, almost a decade? About almost a decade, yeah. Almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited for. And then they also announced that Metal Gear Solid 3 will be remade. All right. There you go. They're also coming with like a a special Legendary Edition volume or special Masterclass Edition volume one of the first one, the second one, and the third one. And it will be released during the fall uh, for a console and Steam. No, 
Somebody explain to me what the hell they do with Mortal Kombat. So you mean to tell me the twelfth is gonna revert back to the first? It, it's a reboot because um the last one was like time travel and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's you know time travel so it's a reboot. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Are we sure they didn't just run out of ideas? Isn't this like the second time they rebooted the entire franchise or the third? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, second or third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't they putting John Paul Van Damme in the new one? I read that somewhere. Is that true? Mm, I don't think so. They're like rumoring that it was going to be like Homelander and Omni Man. Oh, yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. I, saw yeah. That. I doubt it, but yeah, that's what they're kind of saying. Maybe. They fit, though. Well, but at that point, it's not really Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's still Mortal yeah. Kombat. But at that point, it's really more like Injustice Disney than Disney Plus, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. True. But that yeah. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Oh, you, you, you still got some more news, Diamond? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, yeah. More, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, where'd it go? Um, also, that like Take Two CEO says the AI created hit games are a fantasy, are a fantasy, and genius is the domain of human beings. And believable, he believes that it'll stay that way. I'm just thinking that it's gonna be like Wally in a way, where we're just gonna become fat and lazy, and AI is gonna take over. But yeah, that, that brings up the Skynet question. Mm-hmm. In a sense, because AI is gonna be doing everything for you. I True. mean, I mean particularly maybe the easier jobs like you know manufacturing um mcdonald's maybe and then mcdonald's that's ran without i thought i saw that on facebook mm-hmm. mcdonald's is being ran so, just by computers here here's the situation with that though is if you think about that these are still machines that break down right so it's kind of like the argument people have with with ai taking over and taking over now Yes. Can they take over simple jobs? Yes. But for certain more complex, and eventually could they take over for more complex conversations for like customer service chats? Right. Things of that nature. Yes. But sometimes things are still complicated. And for those computers, and even for those machines, if you're talking manufacturing, someone still needs to service those machines. That's true. That's true. And even that was actually one of the bigger problems that the auto industry actually has run into is as they became more automated, they needed people with these like 18 month degrees to be able to basically just run the computer, make sure it's running right. Stand there. If something goes wrong, you stop the machine, you, you fix it. General Motors was offering to pay people like, Hey, we'll pay you to go take this certification for 18 months, 18 months certification. You're paid while you're there. We're paying for the education. And that's going to double your salary. People didn't want to do it. Man, I would have of a mistrust of machines of like, well, all all you're doing is teaching me to let this computer take my job over. Man, I want to. I'm that sure much. my coworkers. Every time I bring up AI, I watch them twitch, and I'm like, no, AI and what I do could actually be quite beneficial within reason. Right. And let us do the more complex work. 
you know, don't make me try and sort out like, what is this person's name? Or, you know, hey, they didn't get the right address or they didn't get the mm -hmm. right phone. Mm -hmm. Like, people can make the same mistakes that AI can. You know, so, you know, I mean, I get it. I get the fear. And, and I mean, someday we're all going to have to bow down to our robot overlords. It's just the way it is. Like, we've all seen Terminator. <laughs> we know how this pans out. I just, um, you know, <laughs> it's going to be like, uh, I am robot or I robot in like robot. 20 years from now. I just feel that if you're not using AI now, because I use some AI elements, not, not a whole lot, but some AI elements uh, with clips, writing scripts, things like that. Um, I just feel if you don't use it and get behind it, you're still kind of going to be left behind. Mm -hmm. yeah. So go ahead and learn what you can now and stuff that you're comfortable in losing so you won't get left behind. Well, it's just like when people, because like digital marketing is a huge thing right now because we're in a digital world, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if you are not using social media in some capacity for your business, there's a good chance you are missing out on customers even in your local area. Yep. And so like, even like these marketing companies, they've learned they have to pivot into that digital marketing world mm -hmm. or they literally won't survive. And the best part is though, making that pivot is actually more efficient in a lot of cases. Um, but you know, people, people have their own resistances, their own dislikes, their own, you know, biases per se. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm really tempted to like charge up some of my old cell phones and start selling them to Gen Zers. Like, I'm like, you y'all like this flip phone technology? Like, man, I have original vintage from like 2000. <laughs> what is Blackberry? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. My Blackberry is actually right over on my other desk because I haven't taken the SIM card out to download the photos. But I keep it handy in case people uh, look at what's a Blackberry. Okay, this is what a Blackberry was. Yeah. No, but I had like, <laughs> What is Packet yeah. Trio? Um, I had a whole like range of them. I had one that was actually specially, it was brought to the US mm -hmm. to test it to see how it would work here. Um, it was a phone, like the entire phone, even once expanded, was only probably about yay big. Mm -hmm. It was very big though in Europe. Because if you were going out to the club, you were going out somewhere, you could take your SIM card from your full-size phone, put it into the tiny phone, you have your tiny phone that's now going to fit into your handbag or your pocket or whatnot, and you still have a phone to take with you. Okay. I loved it, but I mean, I think some people thought it was too tiny. Yeah. I thought it was tiny. Would have ended up watching the thing. Um, hey, son. Facts. Yeah, that I want right there. Know how many people that can use it, can use it well. Yep, good point. Good point. I'm all, all right. for. I mean, I don't know about AI and other fields, and I know in art, I've yet to see AI that I classify as art. It, it's things that I just can't miss. Still, even after they fix the hand, like it's very obvious still that it's AI. I personally don't think it should be an art because it's. It's just another problem that we don't need as artists. But um, I don't even know if it can make art. It can oh. replicate. Mid-journey. Mid-journey. Mid uh, Mid replicate, but like every AI thing I see, I know. I don't have nobody has to tell mm -hmm. me. Like, I can tell. Like, immediately, mm -hmm. like, oh, that, that was not strong by a person. Because right. people, are, people are unique. So, like, and self-expression and all those things and skill is something that comes across in the paper. Like it comes across in the screen. It comes across when you make it. So like, um, 
example, an uh, obvious example is like AR, it'll be very, very crisp and rendered. Like, for mm. example, if it rendered my face, my whole face, like all the way to like here, below mm. my nose, would be like almost like perfect. It would get my hair wrong, with, like, but like it would, it would look really close. But mm. then, like, there will be a small mistake in the lip. And it would be so glaring to me because it's like, um, basically, when somebody makes something with AI, the AI can just try its best to replicate because it's not, it doesn't have its own intelligence. So it'll, it'll render really well in one area. But the mistake it makes, it won't be that it made a mistake because artists make mistakes all the time that we don't know are mistakes. But it's the kind of mistake it makes that lets mm. me know, like, like as an artist, because that's AI. Because, like, if I draw something at whatever skill level you say I'm at, um, there will be a mistake I'll make that I, at my skill level, I would make. Like, if Michelangelo, you know, if they had an AI sculpture, and the sculpture was the AI made a mistake on the sculpture, it wouldn't be a mistake. For me to believe it was a person, the mistake it makes has to be a Michelangelo level mistake. To the point where I'm sure he made mistakes, but we as regular people would be hard. It would be hard for us to identify those mistakes because he's so good. But for him, he would see it, and that's my issue with AI art. Like a lot of the time, I'll see the art, and the mistake it makes will be a very amateurish mistake, but it'll be really good art otherwise. You know, as far as the rendering, the color choice, all of those things. And I feel like that comes that part. The problem with that is that comes from real intelligence because. Mm. And real intelligence, you can identify why that mistake is a mistake. You can identify why, based on your skill level, which is something you learn over time, is why why that mistake should not be there. But with AI, we might look at it and say, even if it's, I don't know what AI does to itself yet, if it can talk to itself yet, but like, oh yeah, that's a mistake. But that mistake is, like, it's, it can't tell itself that's not good enough. And that's where it comes with me with AI. Like, it can't create art because it's about self-expression. It's about individuality. Mm. And it comes in a way where you cannot, it can't police itself well. Right. Kind of like, well, a, kind of like it was almost too symmetrical. Kind of, kind of yeah. like, kind of like, can you sort of kind of say that each artist has this different, has, has this different stroke on what he's, right. on what, he, what, what he's working on? And yeah. see that stroke, then you know it's AI. Well, right. even with digital art, though, you can see it. Say that again. Even with like artists that do like use more digital art, where it's not right. like hand drawn and then like imaged. If yeah. they're even if they're drawing with digital art, you can still see that it was created. Yeah. Um, like I know, like sometimes, like when it was posted up, something I'm like, oh, that's just AI art. Like I can pick it out. And I'm not even like I'm a creative, but I'm not like an artist. Like I, I can draw a stick figure. I'll, I'll tell you that straight up. That's not all I can do. A stick figure and a cat. Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah, <laughs> but like it, there's something about it that still just to Theron's point, like it just doesn't quite look right. It's like it's that one thing that I think that's I think that's the human element. You know, I think that's the part where the human can say this doesn't meet my place of skill. I need to fix that. But the AI is saying it looks like a mouse to me. <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving. But as far as, like you said, other things, like there are some areas, I'm sure, that are more like McDonald's, for example. Um, I worked at McDonald's, and there are parts of that job for sure where, like, a computer can do it, and it would be fine. But there are some parts where I prefer a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah. you know, the, the, there's a better chance that the computer is going to get your order right the first time. So you don't need <laughs> the second window to like give back all the things you didn't order. But I wonder if I wonder in these AI stores, is the ice cream machine still broke? Bro, you just yeah. I was just about to say that. I was like, is it going to fix the ice, the ice cream machine on time? I don't even eat McDonald's anymore, but is it going to fix the ice cream machine on time for everybody that does want to fix? Like, come on, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. All right, Diamond, go ahead. Um, let me see. What else? So... Um, modern AAA current gen games are now seventy dollars, and game publishers Damn. are loving it. Damn, seventy dollars! Yeah. Woo! Mm-hmm. So Take Two says that it's not seeing a pushback from players on seventy dollar game pricing. When asked about video game prices, Zolnik said, "What we're seeing is consumers are seeking to limit their spending by going either to the stuff they really, really care about." blockbusters or to value and sometimes it could be both and the good thing the good news is we have a bunch of blockbusters and we have wonderful catalogs 70 dot man i don't know my friend told me that it was like i I know i know when spider-man come out i'm gonna have to pay that but uh, (laughs) oh that's gonna be about it for your boy Mm-hmm. I remember when it was sixty dollars at one point, and then my friend told me that it was like fifty dollars before that. I'm like, I better have it for fifty dollars then. I don't want sixty. Seventy dollars. That thing better cook. I might be able to play Halo online again. You know, fewer twelve year olds can afford a seventy dollar game to try and scream and curse at me with all the things they're going to do to my mother. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Man, <clears throat> seventy bucks. Uh, you imagine what you can do with seventy dollars nowadays. All right, go ahead, Dama. So, Ubisoft's open world uh, Star Wars game maybe sooner than you think. It'll be developed by Massive, who were also behind the division. It mm-hmm. is going to be a very different uh, game from the previous games uh, Massive has worked on in the past. So yeah. What you say, Hunter? Seventy, if fine, to be honest, versus one hundred and twenty to collect. That's true. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's true, son. That's true. That's true. Yep. All right, true, right, true. All right. Now, what, what else you got, Diamond? That's it? Yeah, that's about it. Cool, cool. Appreciate you as always bringing that news to us. $70. Mm-hmm. That's kind of disheartening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. That's a week of groceries for $70. Yeah. That's like that's three items for $70 now. Yeah, damn, $70. Nah. Woo! Yeah. Damn. Inflation, inflation, yeah. Then if the game, then then you regret it because if the game suck, you regret it. Yeah, get you. You can't get your money back. All right. All right. Next up, we got a bunch of um posters for Spider Verse. Picture number of seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Start off with um Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Peter B. with from Nate Parker. Oh, that's so cute. Scarlet Spider, which I'm waiting for. Wasn't that Ben Riley? Yeah, Ben Riley. Yeah. Yeah. With the OG suit. Um, Dusty Drew. Not a great redesign, but whatever. They race swapped it. Yeah, I mean, the race swapping is fine. Just the, the, the design of the suit is not good. Yeah. Um. Spider 99, 
the best. Probably be suit they had in the end of Spider Verse versus this one. Oh yeah, and in the game, he had an earlier game with that suit was better too. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course, Miles, of course. Yep. Spider Cats. <laughs> so adorable. <laughs> yeah, Spider Cat. Where's Spider Ham at? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You need Spider Ham. The spot. Yep, remember the spot. Um, the um, Indian Spider Man. Indian Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Indian Spidey. Indian Spidey. Spider Punk. Yep. I like that one. Yep. Like That's nice. He's cool. All right. <clears throat> okay. All right. Next up. Just move this down a sec. Back up. All right. Um, Miles Morales will be swinging into Fortnite on May 23rd ahead of the release of Spider Verse. What are y'all thoughts on that? And how there's so many, like, so many IPs in in Fortnite. What are your thoughts on that? They gotta do something. Yeah, they gotta do something to keep that game alive. They got to. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing it. When they put the minute they put Goku in there, that just tells you that game is starting to go down quick, fast, and in a hurry. They gotta do something to bring it, but the keep the the energy up, the morale up for it. And now you put Miles Morales in there, so or you you retire it, like yeah, you once it's dead it. and gone, you could retire just, it. Just put the dirt over the grave and let it go. Yep, yep. Rest in peace, Fortnite. You know, that thing was done a minute when you had a the, when you couldn't build anymore. You know, that thing was done. It's like too fast, too furious. Like, we don't need 10 of these. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tokyo Drift, the best one for reasons. Yes, I agree. Tokyo Drift, the best one. It's enjoyable. Really? Three? Yes, it's the best one out of all of them. It's like where it peaked and then it just like went downhill afterwards. So what Diamond's saying is he's like that is is too fast too frustrated as a franchise is like that dude from high school. Frustrated. That like threw one touchdown and like after that that was it. Like he holds on to that, like, oh I could have made pro and I'm like, dude, you ain't one touchdown. Shut up. Yep, it did. It Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. It did. Yeah. Grip of, you know, you know, I, you know, I love Asian women, so that's why I say Tucker <laughs> is the, the best one to me. I don't care about nothing else. Vin Diesel wasn't even in three. He wasn't even in Tokyo Drift. He made a cameo at the end. He made a little cameo at the end, yeah. but he wasn't part of the main story. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think it was on end credits. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. toward the end. Yep. Yeah. Now you look at the Fast and the Furious movies. Look, at the 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 cars are doing more stunt work than the stunt than the stunt people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Too Fast, Too Furious. Like they really should just retitle it, GI Joe. Yeah, well, that's really what it's becoming. Like, ooh, now you're like this elite force with futuristic elite cars, and you're gonna fight terrorist organizations. You got freaking. That's the plot to GI Joe. You got freaking cars on zip lines. Yeah. Come on now. It's like a TikTok. Cars, cars on zip lines. It's like a video it's so outrageous. Around. I love it. Yeah. This is craziness. It's like a video going around Michelle Rodriguez saying, talking about Marvel. It's like, how many more can you make? And I'm like, you can't talk because you have a bunch of like 
Fast and Furious movies going on with superhero shit. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. dude, your character literally died and came back to life. The only way you'd be more of a combat character is if you showed more cleavage. They told my I dad mean, twice because she did the same thing in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, almost the Sean Bean. Anytime my Gal coming back, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna say in front. I ain't, I ain't complaining. Come on back, gal. Come on back. Like, how you gonna pull that on, off? Like, oh, she faked her own death. She, she like tucked no her roll and pulled pull that off. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. But she come on back though. Yeah. She come on back though. It's because yeah. it's in the script. <laughs> she come on Literally back. She come on back though, cause uh, we ain't getting one of woman three. So she can come on back. We need to put her somewhere so she can come on back. <laughs> yeah. We ain't getting one of woman three, so she need to come on. That's Patty Jenkins' fault. I'm sorry, that's Patty Jenkins' fault that we're not getting one of woman three, and it kind of pisses me off because yeah. it's like there's no other woman that I can think of right now that could play that character better than Gal. <laughs> I can't think of nobody. Who, who who's better to play Wonder Woman than Gal Gadot? Who's better? What's your, what's your, what's your I'm sure doing? somebody. I'm what's sure somebody doing? out there. Maybe it's gonna be one of these unknowns that we're gonna find out after the Screen Actors Guild goes on strike. That's true. It could yeah. be. It could well, be. I think they need to make her more like they do in all the animated versions of Wonder Woman, where she's like suplexing people, DDT and people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. That would be. Even fun. if they have to cast a wrestler, I don't care. Just, just bring that Wonder Woman. I love that. Right. I right. still said it. I still said the best Wonder Woman was the Wonder Woman in Justice League. Yeah, I mean. Actually, the animated movie in I think it was 2008, voiced mm-hmm. by um Kerry Russell. That oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. You the one with um the one with Aries, or you talking yeah. about the- Aries? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, yeah. she was good too. She was good too. Yeah, yeah. first animated movie. Yeah, that one was yeah. really right. That was the first movie. Yep, she's good too. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I think the failure with like a lot of these movies, even Fast and Furious, is like um I was talking about the other night with like MCU movies. Because everybody knows it's an overarching storyline, I mm-hmm. think it's kind of killing them the momentum to not let the good guys lose. I think that needs to happen more often because it will bring the story, it would ground the story a lot. Like in Ant-Man, I really think that was like, that truly was fantasy because there was no way they should be Kang in my personal opinion. Like right. he was, he, he was centuries ahead of them. And I know the ants were supposed to kind of like offset that. But, like, because they apparently lived a thousand years in a day. But I think the bad guys need to win in the Marvel MCU movies sometimes. Just like how Game of Thrones kept you on your toes because you didn't know who was going to die. I think they need to do that. I'm not saying kill the good guys every time, but, like, let the bad guys win. And then instead of bring the story forward somewhere else, you don't have to kill Ant-Man if Kang beat him. And that, I honestly thought Kang was going to win. Me and too. I felt like it would have helped the story. Not because I don't like Ant-Man. I like Ant-Man's character. I just felt like Kang winning would have made it more real for everybody. Like, they're not going to find a solution every time. This is going to be a thing. They're going to have to figure it out. And I think that really would help. MCU, DC, all those. Let the bad guys win sometimes so that the good guys really have a real challenge. I'm pointing to Cat because Cat is on along the same lines as you on that. She's on the same lines as, as you. that She wants the oh, yeah. bad guys to win. Thanos was right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they're right. I honestly don't even care about that. I think yeah. just let them win sometimes. Like that Thanos winning though 
Infinity Saga, that changed the whole game for everybody. Like, that really changed it for people because it was like my favorite hero can die. Honestly, I'm like, it might have been better to kill a few of the, their six Avengers. Kill a few of them too when, when he killed everybody else because we need that. Like, you don't need a story where every single time, you know, the good guy is winning somehow, some magical way. No, tell them sometimes right. you're going to lose and you're going to have to figure out how to come back and beat them after you lost. That was actually a big problem that, um, as someone who's played D&D for like 20 plus years, when Critical Role had their first character death. Now, mind you, these are people who have not only played D&D for probably 15, 20 years as well, but they were also playing with a very well-balanced party. So you had healers, you had tanks, you had ranged DPS, etc. All the things you want in a perfect raid situation, right? And one of the characters died once like like it was just no one could get the roles and people were absolutely devastated by this now for me i was like what's the big deal a character died i'm sure they got like another one on standby they'll just pull it out and bring a new character into the game like that's right, how you right, do it right the problem was is that actually started carrying over into actual dungeons and dragons games with new players because part of the resurgence of DD's popularity was critical role so you have these folks that are watching this show and characters never die. And all of a sudden they make they make a poor life choice with their character and it dies and they're flipping tables. <clears throat> um which is like when me and my husband run Dungeons and Dragons games cuz we've done like learn to plays where we teach people how to play so it's like you know, the easy peasy campaign, like no one's going to die. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen because you're learning. Right. Um, but then, like, if we ever run a campaign with those same people, we let them know, go ahead and roll up two characters and decide which one you're going to use because there's a good chance one of them's going to die. Mm. And Callum. they didn't believe us once. And the party wiped. Kind of like um, in Dragon Ball Z when... Um, Gohan was fighting Cell, and it's like, I thought it would have been kind of interesting to see if Cell won that fight. I thought it would have been kind of interesting to see if Cell beat Gohan. What the outcome Cell was? So, he was so powerful by the time that whole thing started, because no one wanted to deal with him previously. I don't know why. I'm like, why did you guys just not smash him when he was little? Like... You know, just kill him then. Make Save yourself some time. But I know it's not in the script. Yeah. Um, and they to stretch it out for a whole season. Um, but yeah, I mean, every single one of those characters should have died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's like that one scene in, uh, what's it called? One of the Avengers where, I forgot his name, but he's like, he plays, uh, he's not Iron Man, but it's like War Machine. War Machine. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's like, well, if you were flying the plane, why didn't you just jump out of it to like Steve? And he's like, because it was a bomb on it, but like, couldn't you have jumped out right then? And I'm like, that's a that's a good, valid point. Or when he they said, why don't we just go back and kill like baby Hitler or, or Thanos? I'm like, those are valid points. But then you want to get like other stuff that happens later, like yeah. later on in the series. Yeah. And some of it has consequences too, because when Cell was about to blow up in his second form after Gohan uh, kicked Android uh, 18 out of them, um, and he started to blow up, and he started going to um, King Kai's world, 
where Goku teleported him there. Um, if it wasn't for that, he never would have got that training um, and ended up being a Super Saiyan 3 when he came back. So that was kind of, it, it was impactful. And you saw Gohan get that win too. I just thought it would have been kind of interesting to see what would happen if Cell would have won that fight versus Gohan and that big old beam struggle that they had. Because um, you know, the only thing you know for sure is the fact that the rest of the Z fighters would have died right, right, right along with Gohan. So, you know, to see somebody else maybe come in and fray, to see if somebody else can beat him, um, and then bring Goku back, form the Dragon Balls, and bring everybody back from that point, I thought it would have been kind of interesting. That's just me. What, what else we got, Shaw? All right. Um, acclaimed actor Jaleel White is confirmed to be appearing in um, Star Wars Skeleton Crew. On Disney Plus, what role he'll play, we don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Eh, we'll see. Um, also, Disney is apparently shutting down the Galaxy um, Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World for good, apparently. Yeah, that was a marketing disaster. Yep. But yep. here's the thing. One, they didn't market it right. Two... Most people going to Disney aren't looking for that kind of experience. So the marketing really was, hey, there's this really cool Dis- like Star Wars themed hotel, and you know you can sleep you can sleep in a submarine rack and some bunk beds for five grand. Ooh, a night. Damn. Oh gosh. Yeah, what they weren't telling you was part of that meant. Was in, like, it was literally a three-day immersive experience where you get in, you're sent on quests, you're sent on missions, you do all this stuff around within the ship and within Galaxy's Edge. But that wasn't how they marketed it. But the problem with that is, even if they had marketed it that way, knowing diehard fans, you kind of got to look at it this way. If you're going to Disney for a week... And three days of that trip are just this one experience. That you're missing out on all this other stuff that you want to do at the park. I know exactly where you're going with that. Yep. And it's like, who has money to be paying like fifteen hundred dollars or fifteen thousand dollars for three nights? That's that's Mm -hmm. too much. That's too much. Um. And you know who wants to be stuck in this one experience? You know, you do have the option to go out and do other things, but then you may miss parts of the questing, other parts of the interactive portion. So I I really think it was just a really poor marketing choice. Like, if they would have set it up just to be like a Star Wars hotel and then, hey, there's an extra fee if you want to do this immersive experience. That would make more sense. That would have worked. Yeah, because most families are not diehard at that level when it comes to star wars i know some diehards i know some families that it's like star wars is life star wars is life star wars isn't even life for me and i can talk lore about star wars and they're like well what about like when did that happen i'm like okay so that happened here let me get you let me get you my map right and it's going to show you the timeline you know (laughs) um and i'm not even that diehard to be like i'm going to pay that kind of money for an immersive experience no, if I want that kind of immersive experience, I'm going to call my buddies up and be like, hey, guys, why don't we do like a Star Wars LARP for the weekend? Yeah. You know? 
Yep. Yep. All right. Real quick. Um, Star Wars news pick 21. Um, Star Wars actor Katie Sackoff wants Kate Blanchett to play the role of Bo-Kentan's sister, Duchess Sek- Duchess Satan. Satan? I think I said it right. Satan. Okay. Okay. Wow. I think so that. That would be a good casting choice. I mean, the character <laughs> dead, so I mean, for a while. Yeah. Uh, Disney's also getting rid of, of content. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Really, Shaw? Yeah. So you need to tell me these aren't the full list, but they're still going through stuff. But yeah, like they've already um um got rid of um Marvel's runaways, which people are a little upset about. So yeah, yeah. Somebody really? about that? yeah. <laughs> it was I it wasn't the greatest. It was going through the big list of the things they're getting rid of. I mean, well, let's, let's face it, Willow. No one, <laughs> Willow got horrible reviews. Yeah. But really, out of all of those, there were probably less than three of them that I could honestly say I sat down and watched. Yeah. That's what they go some more right there to getting rid of. Yeah. Um, I think the best part of Willow was like the last three episodes. If I had to say any part of it was. Better than the other oh shucks, Star Girl's going away. Oh no, don't get rid of Star Girl. <laughs> Is it bad that I didn't watch any of these shows? Don't be, no, doing, I didn't watch any don't be doing that. Don't be doing that to Star Girl. Don't be doing that to Brett um Brett Beckinsale. I think that's an yeah, Brett Beckinsale. Yeah. We'll do that to her. I'm still <laughs> waiting for Disney to add like all their old TV shows on the Disney Plus. Like put on the weekend and so watch it. Yeah, they're still missing stuff. Yeah. They're still missing a bunch of stuff. Tuna and Hooch is going away? The hell? You can probably get it on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you probably could. You probably could. You probably could. Um, you probably could. Hades, the man antagonist from Disney's 1997 animated Hercules film, is getting his own villainous release, his own villainous series. I mean, I could get behind that, but that's yes. what I was wish you could. You are the queen of evil, cat. Well, I mean, duh. Just because of the fact that in an alternate universe somewhere, alternate universe me is is, is straight up running the streets. Like I'm the biggest kingpin there is. <laughs> um, Disney Plus, these Indiana Jones movies, Indiana Jones movies are arriving May 31st. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade, The Kingdom of Crystal Skull. I didn't like Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Maybe that's just me. Nobody did. No one liked it. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, no, it was that. terrible. Um, yeah. Avatar Way of the Water comes to Disney Plus June 7th. You Mortal mean Kombat. Avatar The Last Airbender Book Water? There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat 12 is a reboot, May 19th, pre over with Shane Soon, released September 19th. Uh, we also have a Mortal Kombat casting pick, number six. Oh, I'm down with that. You got to look at least. I know that. Yeah, now. you have to look at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least like that. Yep, yep. I agree. Yep, yep. Um, you know what? I was about to bring that up. I'm glad you brought that up, Janae. How the hell you got Disney Plus and no weekenders? Exactly. No weekenders. No Fillmore. 
Come on, y'all. Because Capcheck was more worried about trying to figure out how to fraudulently hide the money he was spending <laughs> and where he was actually spending it than doing the smart thing and saying, hey, look, we have libraries of decades worth of content that we already own. Exactly. That people love. Let's go ahead and put that on our streaming servers, but nah, nah. Let's, let's put out like these crack series like every three months and spend <laughs> a couple million dollars a piece for everyone to tell us it's trash. Fillmore, damn it. That's what I'm talking about. The weekend is a Fillmore. You damn right. Fillmore. Still waiting on like Buzz Lightyear Mission of Star Command. Like Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're waiting on the good shit. They won't give it to us. Definitely. Because well, they're too busy with, you know, Wakanda, the space edition. Oh, God, this basically. Bad guys even got the same name. <laughs> All, no right. Like... <laughs> All right, real quick. Um, anybody want to talk about the Flash? It could have been better. Could have been way better than what it was. It could have been way better. We had the big fight at the beginning. I thought it was going to come out like Game Busters, and then at the end, it sucked. Yeah. I'm just saying, this whole season, has, oh, and really? I, I mentioned this before the show started, it was about as entertaining as watching Olympic distance running. Because that's really what it was, is you were just watching a whole lot of people run really fast. I'm going to run. I'm gonna and then run. occasionally they'd like zoom in on whoever was like in yep. the lead. Yep. It's I'm like, all right, so they're on mile 10 of, of, a, of a 26 mile run, and they're still running. Solid ends. Like, like that was and really the, like most of the flash. And season. then at the end, I'm gonna give my powers to complete perfect strangers. How that makes that's sense. not gonna turn out bad. That's not gonna turn out bad. Give give me that speed force. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um Superman and Lois. Anybody wanna talk about Superman and Lois? Oh, Superman Mayberry edition. That's all it is. Yeah. Lana still make and Lana still makes me sick. I can appreciate the way they're they're addressing some of the body issues that come with folks that go through cancer. Yeah, that is true. I can appreciate that. I still take issue with Lois is just now getting cancer, considering Superman is powered by radiation. They have children, which means she regularly gets radioactive injections. And I'm just going to leave it at that, you know, so we don't get banned. Yeah. FCC will take us off the air. That is true. That is true. Um, all right. If no one else has anything to say about the Flash, um, we have a new Wonder Woman pick, number twenty. This is her daughter Trinity, and we can only and we can only speculate who the daddy is because DC has yet to announce who her daddy is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use make her clerk, not clerks. Um, mall rats. And y'all notice she got three lassos. But logically, the only person who could be her father is Superman because Wonder Woman is the only person whose body would have the physical strength to not go out in the sunshine and have that child kick straight through her gut. <laughs> now Bruce Wayne could be the daddy too. I mean, you know. I mean, at least you know she's gonna get child support. 
Damn child support. Come on, man. <laughs> That's the bane of every guy's existence. <laughs> um, DC News pick number 19. Peacemaker and Gods in the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, whoa, he did? Etrigan getting a demon? He's interested in me, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I can see it. I can see it. That'd be kind of cool. Um, Max's official new profile icon roster includes all of the DCU Justice League members except for Ray Fisher Cyborg. Don't get me started on Ray Fisher Cyborg. Don't do that. Uh, Hellboy. Yeah, Hellboy. Uh, you said 29, right? P29? I think so. Last one was off by you. Yeah, because that was pick 29 in my order. 28. Nope. That's no white. Um, Ain't no big deal. We good. Um, But you know my thing. Y'all know my thing on Ray Ray Fisher. You should have spoke up after you got your movie and after you you got your money. You don't go (laughs) ruin the bag. Get get, Get your money. Get your money first. And then if you want to go protect somebody else, then go protect somebody else. But get yours first. Get yours for you can't that bad, man. What, what was I don't that? know as dysfunctional as, as WB is. You know, I don't know. You ever had a job where you just like forget it? I don't even care if I don't get paid. Yep, they don't mail me my that's, last check. Yep, it might have been like that for him. Like, you know, this is just terrible because WB it wasn't just with him, it was just their whole thing was dysfunctional. Man. Like they couldn't yeah. make a decent movie to save their life. Yes. Yeah, they were just yeah. the management was trash. Maybe it was like that for him. He was like, you know, I've been biting my tongue this long. I got one check. I'm good. <laughs> I invested well, so I'm good. I'm doing all I right. Go. I got to roll. I got my money. I got to roll. Um, Man. Oh, hell. Here we go. Here we go. I read this earlier. Netflix standard plan will let you will let you add one non-household member for $7.99 a month, and his premium plan will let you add two at the same rate per additional household. Netflix needs to stop tripping. Come on now. Everybody shares passwords at some point. Yeah, however, with streaming, that becomes a violation of FCC regulation. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know. That's true. It is against FCC rules. That's yeah. true. In most, in most, really, yeah. Here's the thing. If they're going to charge you $7.99 to add a household member, just a non-household member, just make that person pay their $9.99 for their Netflix. Exactly. Yep. Get your own stuff. Nine ninety nine means you don't go to McDonald's that one time, one day that week. Like. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Where the machines make your burger for you. Yeah. You just keep that nine ninety nine. Um, Goku Black Change pick number thirty. A lot of fans state that Goku, the go to Goku Black art would have been better if it was Gohan, Gohan Black against the antagonist. Goku Black would even make. Go, Gohan Black wasn't even thought about. Gohan oh. Black looks like Hot Topic Gohan. <laughs> like he 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 listens to like Panic at the Disco. And then they and, and then they pissed me off because they come out with Orange Piccolo and Beast Gohan and Go, Beast Gohan not being canon. Mm-hmm. What was the point of the whole freaking movie? Make what was the point of the whole freaking movie? We see Gohan. We get get Gohan in this incredible transformation. We get Piccolo finally get his flowers, being the beast that he should have been. And then you tell me the whole thing ain't canon. Come on, man. 
watch him change his mind and be like, it's all canon. <laughs> like that minute. We call that pulling a Disney. That's what it is. Because you guys notice when you watch Dragon Ball, when Goku and Vegeta start getting all these god powers and all these transformations, who got faded out? All of Z fighters but those two. Mm-hmm. That's true. All of them got faded out but those two. Um, Rick and Morty season six hits HBO Max. Okay. We can roll with that. Actress, actress, uh, award winning actress Indara Varma is crossing galaxies as she joins the new series of Doctor Who. Um, Futurama will be on J- July 24th on Hulu. Yay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Five Night at Freddy's teaser trailer. I haven't seen that yet. Anybody it's pretty it? good. It's it pretty good. good. I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah. We also got a Strange New World trailer. And my girl Gal Gadot would be the evil queen in Disney's live action remake of Snow White coming in 2024. Give me that Snow so White. So, another soulless live action remake we're going for? <sighs> there you go. Which, yeah. here's the thing you know, I don't mind if they're going to do it right. Like, Snow White, I can see a live action remake being done. And I can see it being done relatively well. But really, all these, these stories are it gets back to the concept that nothing in Hollywood is an original anymore. Right. Which his Benzman has gone on for a long time because even these stories that Disney is now turning into live action, they weren't even original Disney stories. Mm-hmm. They were originally Hans Christian Andersen stories, grim fairy tales yep. that they made less gory and less violent for an American child audience. Yeah, this is like the fourth or fifth live action Snow White. Yeah, they've I done it. Yeah. Yeah, there was the two that came out at the same time. Um, if you wanted to add on Once Upon a Time, the show, you got that too. So yeah. technically it's like the third or fourth, depending on how you look at it. And last but certainly not least, we have um, Wicked Pick number 27. There you go. Are they doing it like a TV series? Like a TV show? I think it's supposed to be like a movie and there's supposed to be a sequel or something like that. Okay, I, I don't like it. Burn well, it. They got a room Broadway. Exactly. Throw water on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to throw a house on top of that. Yeah. Ton of bricks on top of that. All right, let's go ahead and go around the room um, and let. I want to know what everybody's got going on this week. Um, Darren, let's start with you. What you got going on this week, my friend? I'm on a whole lot of. Drawing a whole lot of creating, getting ready for Joe Fest, getting ready for Savannah Comic Con, uh, getting ready to bring the next issue of my webtoon out, um, a webcomic out, and I'm going to be trying to catch up on a lot of comics. I'm way behind on a lot of comics, so I'm going to be doing that too. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I read the last five issues of Philadelphia. I need to get back on that. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, Kat, what you got going on this week? Um, I am getting ready for this weekend for um, Indie Tabletop Game Day up in Austin, Texas. So I'm going to be cruising up there. Um, You're also going to see some information. Um, We've also been invited to go um, to another charity event that is up in Austin as well the same day where they are raising funds. Um, If you look at our channel, there's the video where I talked with the folks and did a game demo of Frankenfur. They're actually part of a charity event to raise money for a feline rescue up in the Austin area. So, 
Cool, cool, cool. Diamond, what you got going on this week? Um, right now I'm gonna be like playing uh, a bunch of games like Skyrim, um, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm gonna be uploading more videos of Mass Effect and then uh, upload more videos of the Street Fighter demo. Cool. I forget that was out. I forgot that was it was out on Steam, wasn't it? For the Street Fighter demo or mm-hmm. Street Fighter demo. It was, on Steam. It, was, it was on Steam, wasn't it? No, it was on the console right now. It's on console too? Okay. Okay, because I know it was on Steam. You can play as you can play as two characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can play as like one character right now, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Shaw, what you got what you got planned for this week, my friend? Um, I'm going to be playing my Guardians of the Galaxy game because I have not gone to it and it's been like over a year, so I'm gonna finally get to it. I've like I think I played like the first like ten minutes of it, so I'm gonna actually play the damn game. <clears throat> That's it. Uh, me, Momo Joe back on Pokemon Scarlet, and um, I also play some more Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Um, Yugu is uh, Yogo, I should say. His event is now uh, out. I think it ends tomorrow night, so I'm gonna try to um, get a little bit more of his rewards before he goes away for a while. But I did manage to play enough of it to unlock him as a character, so. I can't complain. Uh, let me see what we got here. Melissa sent was the best one. Oh, the beta ended? The beta for Street Fighter ended? Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. Damn. I didn't know it ended. All right. Um, all right, everybody. Um, again, Mr. Cartwright, thank you so much for being with us, my friend. We do appreciate you. Um, if you got, if you ever want to come back on, let me know. If you got anything you want to get out there to the masses, let me know. You're more than welcome on at any time. Okay. No problem, man. I enjoyed it, y'all. I had a lot of fun. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate it. And until next week, same bat time, same bat channel. We are out of here, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you then. Later. Peace.